anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains near the station. Nancy Pelosi can suck my dick. Oh, get all of this yo, dick. I want, I want her to take those set. fucking dentures out. I want to feel her whole sweaty, wet fucking face uh-huh. bobbing against. You know what? I want her to suck my dick from the back. I want Nancy Pelosi's nose that to smell my smelly fucking ass while mm-hmm. she pulls my dick through the back of my legs. Yes. Fuck that old fucking hag. Her endorsement doesn't mean shit. Shout out to Ed fucking Markey and his fly ass knock Nikes. Fuck Joe Kennedy. Go the fuck home. Go on your fucking yacht in Cape Cod. No one wants to fucking see or hear from you or anybody in your family ever again. I'll fucking... I'm not going to say it. I'll... That, nah. Whoa. Nah, so fucking get the fuck out of here, Kennedy. Your <laughs> dynasty is over. It's fucking finished. We're done with political dynasties. The fuck we look like? Fuck the Clintons. Fuck the Bushes. Fuck the Kennedys. Fuck them all. We're the people and we stand for each other. Not some fucking ruling. What the fuck we look like, Britain? We ain't got no royal families in this motherfucker. When we did, we fucking had a revolution. Fuck you. Dead ass, B. So anyway, Ed Markey won in Massachusetts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, amazing victory. Amazing victory. So it it, it goes to show that Pelosi's power doesn't really mean shit. Pelosi, she's weak, folks. Mm -hmm. She's a weak woman. She's being being strung along by the radical world. She's a weak. Mm -hmm. She's weak, folks. Yeah, she's so weak. Uh, went to get her hair done. Oh, this you is that's the that. best. Oh my god! And it's just so difficult because this is where the Republicans get us. We mm-hmm. are for our media, not us, because I don't consider myself a part of the liberal project. But they are hypocrites. If if a Republican is hypocritical, you're going to hear there's going to be a whole new cycle about it. Mm-hmm. But Nancy Pelosi does some obviously hypocritical shit. Yeah. Oh no, uh, she definitely does. There is no like, reason you can't wear a mask at the barber. I wear a mask at the barber. <laughs> What mm-hmm. the fuck? There's no reason you shouldn't. This bitch doesn't wear a mask at the barber. I'm not to call her. I'm just saying, like, bitch. She's uh, a bitch. She, well, yeah. All right. Whatever. Let's fuck not Nancy Pelosi. She's a bitch. Yeah. She's a yeah. bitch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and not because she's a woman because of the shit she does. And the liberal media is just going to, like, not cover it. And if they do, it's going to be, like, covering how insane the Republicans are taking it. And, like, mm-hmm. and it's just gross because it's, like. If we're not going to hold our own politicians accountable, how do we expect them to hold theirs accountable? Exactly. And this, and that's the logic they apply to the extremists in the party. Like, if we don't mm-hmm. hold the extremists in our party accountable, mm-hmm. how will they hold their extremists accountable? Which obviously is a false equivalence. Their extremists and our extremists, two very different people that want two very different things. Yeah. And one's good and one's bad, folks, and it's not wrong to say that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they play into their shit, but at the same they can't hold – if that, that's – it, it goes to show that that narrative is just about snuffing the left and making sure that they don't rise to power and has nothing to do with actual ideology or moral belief because they don't actually believe in oh, holding no. people accountable. Oh, no. 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 What These guys don't believe in fucking anything. They are threatened by the left, and they are yeah. not threatened by Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, and you see that, obviously, we've talked about it before, but the Ed Marquis situation— and then Nancy Pelosi going back on her words saying, oh, we're only going to support incumbent candidates. Yeah. You and fucking And did we talk bitch. about how it like, came out that it, she did it specifically because she was like, we did. 
She basically felt like she had insulted the Kennedy dynasty, and she took that mm. as some big personal offense, which is like, it's disgusting. Why? And it, it goes to show that it's not always a conspiracy. Sometimes it's just this ruling class solidarity. Mm. But on top of that, it was also because Ed Markey, who, by the way, now that he's going to be in office, fuck Ed Markey. He's <laughs> we need to we need to push him. I was a big fan of him last week. Now that he's in all of his fuck him, we got to push him further to the left. He's uh-huh. not doing enough. But yep. he did stick his neck out for the Green New Deal. So mm-hmm. guess what? And they like to say the left doesn't want to compromise. Listen, we all compromised and rallied around this basically an establishment Democrat because he took a chance and stuck his neck out and co-authored the Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. So he did something for us. So what do we do? We all fun bake for his ass and beat Joe Kennedy. Yes, and that is how politics works. And that th- that. That, that keeps Nancy Pelosi up at night. She needs an extra glass of wine next to us. Mm-hmm. And and let me tell you this. No, she needs a stiff one, not she wine. She needs a stiff dude. one. She probably drinks fucking Burnett's cherry. They bring <laughs> they drink the, the blood of children. Oh, actually. God. <laughs> Straight from the Little St. James Bottling Company. Oh, um, but, yeah, yeah no, Oof. fucking these uh, Moloch-worshipping ruling class uh, perverts, they truly just spend their whole entire day Working against us. And finally, what happened? All the money put behind Joe Kennedy. And listen, at first, it was looking good for Joe Kennedy. They acted like, oh, we're not going to use our name. I don't need to run on my family's name. Then he started dropping to the polls and it was like, it's in my blood. I have I, my family. Side by side. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Side by side. And then after that, it's like, oh, yeah, the Ed Marquis supporter with 20 followers hurt my feelings because he called me a fucking idiot yeah. on Twitter. This is the you, best. Yeah. So they tried to run the Bernie bro thing again, but mm-hmm. against Marquis supporters. <laughs> and it's so funny because we talked about this uh, on a couple episodes ago at the same time while they're upholding the K hive as like these brave digital warriors. Mm-hmm. They're, I, they're like once again the Kennedy uh, you know campaign package sent this press packet out to the media basically with all these small Twitter accounts and all the mean things they were saying so the media could do a little report on you know the mm-hmm. mean the mean people bullying the Kennedy dynasty and what they try to do is make people who shouldn't have class solidarity with the Kennedys and Pelosi's of the world feel under attack by Bernie Bros attacking Kennedys but. I think um, things have gotten so unequal in this society that that doesn't really work anymore. I don't think even your average dumbass liberal who buys into their shit, I don't think is going to feel that kind of solidarity with like, oh, we need to protect the Kennedy legacy. Like, I don't think that's really going to land like it once did. Mm. Um, So, yeah. Because Kennedy's haven't really been in office for Years, yeah, right? well, that's the other thing. I think mm-hmm. the, the political power of that name is also not, isn't it's, what it it's lessened wants. down. It's, yeah. It doesn't mean the yeah. same as it did twenty years yeah. ago. But. And uh, you know, it's just. But I, anyway, it's just super encouraging to see someone the establishment put all their weight behind, a lot of money behind, a lot of support behind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get his ass beat in a landslide and like mm-hmm. huge victory. Um, and listen, a lot of it. I know. Let's not make it all about the fact that the left was victorious. You know, I'd love to believe that and it is a day of celebration and it is a day to tell Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. to suck your dick from the back. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> All that being said, it is also a time to, I think, reflect on the fact that, you know, a lot, this victory was thanks to the fact that Joe Kennedy is not a good politician. Yeah. Ed Markey is a pretty good politician. There's a, a great moment, um, that I don't have the video, but I'll I'll just tell y'all. It's pretty funny. 
they ask uh, both candidates what thing about them annoys their wives the most. And so these are political candidates in Boston. Joe Kennedy gives the most awkward answer. Like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> sometimes my <laughs> sometimes my wife says uh, that my feet get stinky. What should I say about And he like literally covers his mouth and like like just literally acting like goofy. And uh, and then Ed Markey. Is like, well, my wife thinks I'm too obsessed with the Red Sox, the Celtics, and the Patriots. Wow. To, to uproarious applause. Like, yeah. Woo! yeah. And it's like, that is a man who understands how to be a politician. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. folks. Like, no, he, yeah, that, that was this like, wasn't entirely due to the Bernie bros. Like, Ed Markey won that shit. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's almost yeah. a home run. Right yeah, it's almost, that's a slam in dunk. Boston. Yeah. Like, like, those people will fucking die over those yeah. sports like he won the vote based on that guy yeah. that was like 20 percent of the vote locked down just from that <laughs> i bet he was like yeah i got this thing yeah. right now but. it's funny we should actually talk about this sports uh are like the last heroes we have left in our country mm-hmm. um you, you and you know there's there's kind of a subconscious understanding that our wars aren't really justified like, you, like sports are the thing a it's the thing we can all agree on it's the place we can meet in the middle um, that's why it's so important to end the NBA strike, as we talked about last week. Um, and and, and it, uh, excuse me, that's um, two good ones. Fucking, it is us. <laughs> you know, so it's good. I think the focus on sports as a politician, as an American politician, is fucking brilliant. And the Joe Biden campaign very cleverly has because they've been making a lot of missteps with their messaging and we'll talk about a couple of those in today's episode but Mm. they very cleverly put out an ad which is just like a bunch of empty sports stadiums and it's like this is trump's america and it's like that is the first time they have understood Mm. what effective messaging looks like (laughs) what americans want like not that it's anything important it's like we'll Mm. bring the circus back but Mm -hmm. like shit it's at least more than like Trump's a mean bully. Like, you know, whatever the fuck strategy they've been running. Um, Now, something that's incredibly concerning is that they're not interested in just attacking Trump uh, on the field of sports. Um, They are very much falling for this narrative that, you know, they... Trump is obviously trying to sell that Joe Biden's being controlled by the radical left. Mm. This... They actually think people are going to buy this, the Democrats, or they're worried that they are. So they're spending all their time sending Joe out there to be like, do I look like a friend of the radical left? Basically telling everyone, like, look, I promise I'm the oldest, whitest dude imaginable. Look, I'm so racist. It hurts, dude. (laughs) Like, come on. Dude, I am in a stand. I've been here 57 years. You think I'm going to change, motherfucker? Do you know how many brown bodies I've put in cages? Dude. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I don't. A lot. But it's a lot. I don't miss. I don't. I do not fucking miss. Yeah. But no, this, this, yeah, sentient racist nutsack literally is out there, like, j- trying to prove, like, no, I'm not. And, and, and it's, A, it's, I mean, we've talked about why it's so fucking dumb on this show before, but, you know, it's just for nobody. And mm. it's, anyway. They just bought a $45 million TV campaign that's going to be all about how Biden's going to restore law and order to the nation. And the, we haven't seen the commercial the... yet. But, like, this is just – it's basically running a commercial for the Republicans. 
It's yeah. get, it's accepting the narrative that law and order has been lost and it needs to be restored. Mm -hmm. That is the right wing narrative. We've lost. If that is the narrative that we're going to promote as the narrative, we've lost. Yes. And you know what? They want us to lose. The liberal project wants us to lose. They do not want the project we're working on right now to succeed. They want their version, the Joe Biden, uh, trust me, I'm racist project to work. Yes. That yeah. is their goal. And I think they're doing a good job of doing that. Yeah. Because they, obviously not, nothing they're doing is going to help any of us. No. No. Oh, that's all they fucking care about. And then they'll they'll just continue the outrage cycle and continue to divide. Yep. And not promote solidarity. Not. Which is what we want. Yeah. Solidarity. Boom. You're getting good at this. 15 episodes in. Yeah, I'm I trying. Love this. Honestly, first time podcast. I see the afro pick in your hair, too. Dude, this I... Is, this is... I gonna have to, like five episodes late from now, you're going to have a leather jacket. Dude, <laughs> I feel myself slowly turning into Stokely Carmichael. Like, every day. Like, I, I swear. I, I swear I'd be at work, and my, like, coworkers be talking to me. I'd just be, like, picking my shit out. Like, just picking it out. Bro, like, that, not even trying to, so like, funny. be funny. Just, like, really. <laughs> Really just be like, yeah, if uh -huh. shit goes down, mm -hmm. you know where I'm at, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're terrifying you, bro. Dude, they must be because they talk about shit and I'm just like... Like the quiet, just like really intently listening on what they're saying. Yeah. And then just being like, huh. Yeah. You know, I won't really say anything because I'm not trying to lose my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of course not. You, know? you see the hilarious meme? I think I sent it to you. This right-wing account posted a photo of uh, Guy Fox from V for Vendetta, like the Guy Fox mask. It's like, hmm, my coworkers are talking about racial politics. I think I might, in I might join. And then it's him replying to the tweet hours later. Update: I just got fired. <laughs> That's gonna be you any week now. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna literally. be you because like uh, a coworker of mine, I won't say who, but today literally was talking about like the looters and the riot. It was like, oh, it's such a problem in the street. Real quick, real quick, got. I was at a protest last night and saw a lanky white kid in a guy fox mask. More of that, please. <laughs> more, more. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but... Yeah, looting! He, he was talking about this looting and protesting. He was like, yeah, we just need to... We just need to get this out of the streets. You know, we, like, I'm... I'm not racist or anything. And into the cages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we just need to build those warehouses that guy from fucking Kenosha was talking about. <laughs> you fucking dick. Like, Spoiler alert, I, I have a feeling they're already built. And not to uh, make myself sound like a complete tinfoil crazo, but it wouldn't shot. Motherfucker's been talking for a while about what mm. the fuck is underneath the Denver airport. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Wait, 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 what exactly are you talking about? Oh, wait. shit. You don't know anything about this? I mean, I'm, I've heard shit, but I've always dismissed it as, like, all right. fucking crazy. But On I the don't Google Doc, I'm going to put a line, and we're going to do a whole conspiracy episode, <laughs> and I'm going to send you. There's this crazy motherfucker on YouTube. There's a whole video about this shit. Mm. Motherfucker, there is unicorns and murals involved. <laughs> it's like a lot. And uh, we will, <laughs> listeners, look out for that. Oh, <laughs> That'll oh be, God. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm we'll, <laughs> we'll do a whole episode of some of the crazy shit people believe. Mm. And that very well, I mean, we're talking about how mm. crazy the times are. Mm. You look, it's, it's now interesting in this moment Run back through some crazy shit you heard over the past decade and rethink about it like, 
well <laughs> you know is it that crazy like yeah. you know especially after the past few months yeah comparable to anything that's going on now. yeah uh There's nothing really seen. yeah nothing. like we got we got black people on television just saying that we love trump okay so we did a lot of talk shit. about the liberals that work against the progressive uh-huh. cause let's you want to do some black leaders working against the oh, black cause oh my god can we start with this man christian walker so is this Herschel Walker's son? This is Herschel Walker's son. So Herschel Walker was the one who spoke at the RNC. Yes. Yeah, by the way, I, I will give him credit. That was an effective speech. Mm. But what just a misrepresentation of what Trump is. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the man got up there and lied. Like, yeah, man, yeah he, was just, like, he was like, Trump is not a racist. Um, it hurts me. <laughs> it, it really hurts me that you would call Trump a racist. Yeah. Why, Herschel? <laughs> yeah. Have you been... No, it's kind of like the thing they did at the DNC where they wheeled out the stuttering kid. Like, hey, if you make fun of Joe, you're hurting him. Yeah. It was basically like, here's this black guy, and by calling Trump a racist, you're mm-hmm. hurting him. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh, maybe not the greatest political strategy, but it is one. Yeah. <laughs> and Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker, is... A truly an anomaly in this this political structure. what a conservative name by the way christian to be named christian and it's definitely about like i want to name him that because we love christ <laughs> like, yes. yeah. and it's i don't get it because well we take one look at his profile photo right here and 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 oh that just, is a gay man i didn't want to say it outright but like you know so for those of you the he, profile he, picture he, may be changed by the time this is up but so hand it to me again <laughs> He has this. Uh, first of all, his eyebrows look amazing. This, yeah, I'm gonna, well done eyebrows. Yeah, the, they good. are waxed. Yeah. Um, he has a pink Gucci shirt, which, by the way, I have a pink Versace shirt. Pink designer shirts are cool. Nothing doesn't, wrong with that. Doesn't make anybody gay. Uh, well, even if it does, not a problem. There's nothing wrong yeah, with being nothing gay. Wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. just hypocritical to be gay and a Christian. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just and, and, and to a be conservative. Promote, and to be promoting the values against gay people. He has ripped jeans, not like. A miri pop smoke ripped jeans. These are like sorority girl ripped jeans. Yeah. And then here's the real kicker. They look like white cowboy boots at the bottom here. Yeah, they so they may be. And, Very and, well and, maybe. And, and the real selling His point. His dad's name is Herschel, remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And, but and, and and the real selling point here is the way his hips are protruding yes. to one side and not the other. And this is and the arm laid back over the head. Yes, this is a. I mean, it's like a model pose. And listen, mm-hmm. great photo, great outfit. Not a. I'm not looking at a conservative here. And if yeah. I am, I'm looking at a grifter. I'm looking at someone yeah, who's being dishonest. He's truly. He is truly a grifter. Yeah, this is because, a kid not trying to lose the Walker Trust Fund. And now I'm just gonna play a little bit of a clip of him. He. This is a. Uh, him talking about Joe Biden, uh, comfortable with uh, insulting African American voters. Which is true. Your comfort with the black vote to be insulting. Your recent African American comments and the time you said you ain't black is disgusting. First of all, I'm not African American. I'm American. I was born here and I'm black. But I'm not I almost African feel bad American. about calling him gay because he's like definitely gay. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And then you see a lot of his like mannerisms and stuff in that where he does the point. You you know what the oh the, he's pointing out yeah, yeah I see it right now you, you know what I'm saying when I but like we talked about this before how concerned there's a lot mm-hmm. of cl- like closeted conservatives like yeah it's a thing and I mean shit if there's gonna be black conservatives there might as well be gay conservatives it makes exactly. sense yeah like yeah yeah 
But, you know, Christian Walker just says the stupid bullshit. Just the usual, to be but that's, a that's, that's, that's like but typical then at the rhetoric. Same time, that's like the typical it rhetoric. Is the of, typical rhetoric. So we're mad at Joe for saying you ain't black. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get that. And, 100%. And, and it's we talked 100% about it on the yeah. a reason to be mad. But then we go to another video he just posted today as a part of a group called Outspoken. Now, I'm going to read the caption of this tweet before I play any of this. Christian Walker has watched BLM burn, loot, and murder. He has a strong message for the violent leftists destroying our city. Who'd we murder again? Uh, uh, what's... We didn't murder him. Yeah. We defend ourselves from him. Yeah, he was that's attacking a caravan, yeah. trying to run people over, mm-hmm. um, which is more violent than anything any of the protesters who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse did. Mm-hmm. So exactly who do we murder? I'm fucking confused about this. Exactly. Who, who the fuck have has been murdered? And also on top of this, I would love to see an actual tally of the damage done by the riot. And of course we're not gonna because if someone actually did investigate a report on this, it would probably blow a hole in the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see reporting on Property damage that has been inflicted, A, to compare it to the amount of looting that's gone on during the pandemic by the ruling class, mm-hmm. but B, to compare it to the amount of money and GoFundMe's raised for these businesses. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's been a black-owned business or a business that supports the movement or even a business that didn't deserve to be in harm's way that wasn't a corporate – I have seen GoFundMe's come up. And anytime it's been a conservative business, of course oh, it's that shit go going that up. Shit, yeah. That shit going up. They're going to do better than they ever have. Mm-hmm. So fucking – it. Who exactly is getting hurt here aside from Target, BP, Exxon, mm. TD Bank? Like, who's mm. getting hurt here other than these multinational corporations? I, I'm, I'm fucking confused. Yeah. But anyway, it continues to say, you watched his dad, football legend Herschel Walker, yeah. <laughs> at the RNC. Sure now, it, now it's his turn. Well, here's your platform, the Inside Agitators Yeah, Here you go. Fucking All hundred listeners. Yes. Here you go. Okay. So we're just gonna we're just gonna start with this opening statement on this. I'm not gonna play the whole video. All right. All right. Anybody who honestly cares about black people cannot support Black Lives Matter. It's a terrorist organization. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Opening statement one. Let, let's analyze this. Let's break it down. He says yeah. that. You cannot support black lives. You cannot if you care about black people, you cannot support black lives matter. Yeah. So which I would like for somebody to break that down if we can, have any conservative listeners. Can I actually? Because I actually do have a thought on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There is this narrative, and it's not just one president on the pre, president on the right. It's not just one president. <laughs> it's not just one president. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just one president on the right. It's not just one president on the right. It uh, it's present it, with the liberals too, and it's that this idea, and I don't know exactly where Christian Walker's going with this, but I'm sure it's a similar place. And it's this idea that it's kind of the outside agitator narrative mm-hmm. that BLM is actually working against the interest of black. Listen up, black people. Mm-hmm. These these rabble rousing white northerners try, you know, yeah. it's the same shit the slave owners said. Oh, don't listen to these rabble rousers. Mm-hmm. They're just going to get you in more trouble. So you just need to calm it down. You, you might as well just stay here and keep on working Which and actually, forget about it. Very hilariously, we talked about Obama and the NBA strike. That's like essentially what he told them. Like, listen up. 
Listen up, slaves. The punishment's just going to be worse if you act out, mm. so you might as well hit the fields. All right, back to Martha's Vineyard. See you later. But that's the fucking ideology is that mm. BLM by standing up for themselves, not backing down, not going home, not accepting nothing from the establishment is a terrorist organization mm-hmm. and therefore is going to cause more harm to the blacks than it ever could cause benefits. And that is the key. That is the key lie that not only people on the right, but people on the left are trying to sell that by standing up for yourself, you're only going to da- hurt yourself. Yeah. Never listen to anybody that tries to tell you that to not advocate for your to own not advocate own for race yourself. of people and for yourself, for yourself general, you know? or to, to tries to convince you to, not utilize your power to advocate for yourself, mm-hmm. but no, 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 just words and ideas and express yourself and be heard. No, no, no. I don't want to be heard. I yeah. want to utilize what power I have to leverage change for myself. That is the goal. That is the goal of everybody. Anyone trying to tell you any differently is a fucking grifter. Just like Christian Walker, there is very little difference. I hate to break it to everybody between Christian Walker and Barack Obama mm-hmm. and their messaging, but let, let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, so continue. KKK and blackface. My name is Christian. He just said, for by the way, he just said that BLM is the KKK and blackface. Hilarious. Like That's you, the funny like shit. literally what you just yeah. said. Yeah. So hilarious. I'm 20 years old. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I'm outspoken. I was on the roof of my building in Los Angeles, and I was looking around town, and the whole town was on fire because of the whole town was BLM on fire. Domestic <laughs> terrorists. There were 12 helicopters in the sky. I was freaking out, and all anyone had to say was, oh, let me go post a black square on Instagram. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not giving my country up to the radical left. And I started posting. Okay, so let's... <laughs> so this is a moment that didn't happen, by the way. Yeah. The no. timeline of the black squares and shit uh, being on fire isn't lining up. No, not yeah, at all. This he is, is not lying straight out of his teeth. I don't know how many helicopters the LAPD has. Not 12. I yeah. I don't, I don't think it's 12. I, it, it could be more than 12. I don't know that they're flying 12 in the sky. Because knowing cops and how unskilled they are, they'd fucking crash them into each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then bash- that would be blamed on protest. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> like, come on. And then, what else? Yeah, I, I, when I first watched this, I thought this was a Tim and Eric bit. Because you it's, look, like a, it's like a joke. It yeah. literally is like a joke. Because, like... You, you look at it, and he's, like, looking at somebody off screen. It's supposed to be, like, an interview-type yeah. format where somebody's supposed to be answering a question, they just cut in between. But he's obviously looking down through most of it. So he's, like, <laughs> at one part, he's, like, visibly for a whole minute is just, like, yeah, and this, and this, and this. I'm just going to keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> freaking out and all anyone had to say was oh let me go post a black square on instagram and i said oh no no no! i'm not giving my country up to the radical left i started posting on tiktok i started making twitter videos but what was more bothersome for hold me on pause it pause it hold on ridiculous i refuse to post on instagram and give up to the radical left instead i posted on tiktok and twitter what a fucking idiot this rules this is the I funniest know, right? shit in my life it's just like we can just go on for days this about so this man it is just, <laughs> also but, the voice he did to impersonate the instagram people was his voice <laughs> he impersonated himself yeah. he's like who is that that's you motherfucker oh my god 
Oh, that's so fucking funny. But <laughs> like, Jesus. Celebrities were egging it on as glass was thrown on my street. What celebrities are egging this on? He was. He's probably talking about the the video, the horse shit video of all these fucking celebrities being like, "It's not me. We need to stand up." And work together. And it's like they're all in black and white. And they're all doing a monologue. You know what I'm talking about. All of, these all people, those actors and shit all of these celebrities mm. have all spoken out against. Like literally all I've ever heard anyone who makes over 300k say. Which includes celebrities. Is like. Mm. The looting's out of control. Like literally all mm. these. No, no celebrities egging on the looting. Maybe mm. like Danny DeVito. <laughs> like, yeah. But like you know some radical ones here and there. But like I don't. What? What's that? Who? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it, these people. Once again, these and we said it last episode. They are at war with reality, mm. and it'll make you feel crazy. It's gonna make you feel like you want to fucking scream your head off. But remember this: they are at war with reality. Reality will always win. The truth will set you free. All the fucking different mm. sayings. The truth comes out, and we mm. are on the side of the, what is actually going on. What actual reality is. Listen to this guy fucking talking. He's living in La La Land. Literally. And and you know what's so crazy to me <laughs> is that these black people that do this stuff are essentially weaponizing their own opinions. Blackness. Not not even yes, their own blackness. But like they're they're weaponizing the opinions of other white people that will take what yes. they say and legitimizing and them with their legi- leg- legitimize it and just be like, oh yeah, well look at this black person. Like they make them king yep. of black people yep, yep, yep. for that minor moment that they need yeah. them to be king of black people yep. and sit there and take their opinion and just twist it and make it just so where they, they're fucking crude, awful fucking opinions. They're just so they're just justified and they feel good inside and they can just shit out all the capitalism. They fuck. <laughs> inhaled that day yeah like it's just fucking garbage it's, it's it gross. makes it makes me so angry yeah that people like herschel walker and we'll get into another person in fact we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep, we'll going. keep going we'll keep going on the and nigga so, train you know the, 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 the nigga coon train because there's a lot of nigga coons on this shit herschel walker his goddamn son is on that shit no fucking what was that what's that bitch's the name conductor the diamond and silk fucking God, <laughs> shit makes Remember, so you know Diamond and Silk, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And there's a whole career. There is a career yes. in being a black person who's willing to parrot white talking points. Exactly. You know who else is a pretty good example of that? I can't fuck. What is their name? They're, they're twins. The Hodge twins. You oh, know who yep, I'm talking yep, about? Yep, 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 yep. Those people. They what, been what, what, was their, what was their original come up? They did reaction videos, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yeah, now they have this podcast where they're like, Oh yeah, we can justify the the, yeah. the shooting of Jacob Blake with this one thing, and then their their views on Facebook is like ten point one million, yeah. and that's ten point one million people yeah. who just had their opinions justified because these two fucking cooting ass niggas will not fucking stand up for what they believe is right because yeah. that check is too goddamn good. Yeah, that shit is fucking horrible. Do you so? How much do you think it's uh, cynicism, and like we're just purely in it for the check? And how much is it do you think that these people have been misled? I think it's purely almost for the so people like Herschel Walker, or not Herschel. Yeah, maybe even I don't even know a Herschel Walker because he played football, right? I think he's just been hitting yeah, the head too. Many I think times. he's been hitting the head yeah. too many times. That may just be, or yeah. he has a little bit of money. He's protecting his own interest. And I think he but, has a relationship with Trump, a mm-hmm. personal one mm-hmm. that you know 
he feels comes under attack. I think he probably mm-hmm. genuinely feels comes under attack when yeah. Trump gets you know attacked. And as someone who is out of touch with maybe working class black people, doesn't mm-hmm. see the harms that he causes. Yeah, I think that's a. But his son, I think, sees the lane and mm-hmm. the celebrity that his father's support of Trump and the platform that his father's support of Trump has given him, mm-hmm. and is like, oh, this is the this is the path. Yeah, just like a lot of like kids see their dad who like fucking sells real estate and is like, oh, I'm going to be a businessman. Like it's mm-hmm. the same same thing as that. And and you're gonna you probably will see multi generational dynasties of like these conservative black families mm-hmm. who take up this this crusade of legitimizing white supremacist ideologies with a black voice. And mm-hmm. and these videos always go viral on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Diamond and Silk, and a lot of it went came popular during I think the Obama era. And we've talked a lot of before about how like. The racism's always been here. It's just that it's bubbling to the surface. But I will say there is something to be said for the how people wanted to criticize Obama. And it's actually interesting. Obama wouldn't have been able to to Obama wouldn't have been able to get away with how milk toast and centrist he was without mm. being black. Yeah. And now hear hear me out on this. And not because of race. Because just by doing anything, Barack Obama as a black man would get criticized by these racist conservatives. Mm. Just his mere existence as a black president was triggering to them mm. and radical. That was radical to them. Yeah. So even when he tried to fight that perception and do the most middle of the road things, bail out the ba- I mean, bail out the banks, fucking bend over for the insurance industry, all the multitude of things that Obama did to sell the working class down the river, they would be seen as radical. And that all that all has opened a wide lane for the right to move further into the right as these middle of the road things are seen as the furthest left point. But that blackness, that backlash to Obama's pure blackness, not actually the policy, I think has really opened the lane for this far right ideology. And 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 key key players in, mm. that took advantage of that are people like Diamond and Silk mm-hmm. and the twins that you mentioned, who mm-hmm. in the Obama era went on to Facebook and leg- tried to legitimize because these white people knew like there were there wasn't really anything actually radical about Obama to criticize. it was hard yeah. so you could what so it really was kind of t- dripping in racism these criticisms so then you could take someone like Diamond and Silk who's criticized Barack Obama post mm. them on your Facebook and feel like oh I don't believe this because I'm just racist against this black guy black people believe it too there's yeah. legitimacy to these criticisms when but, in reality it's eight black people yeah it's like eight of them. It's like, no black people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy that they, they less than a percentage point. Yeah, yeah. and they'll, they'll just do all this stuff and uh, and think about so the platform they get. If if you looked at the representation, mm-hmm. you would think about half the black people are conservatives. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and because they get give these higher platforms to these people who would cool. Yeah. Who will sit there and just tap dance all goddamn day. Yeah. Who did who feet don't get goddamn tired. Yeah. These niggas feet just be blistered all the fuck up. They yeah. had to be. I and mean And you know, but you know what? A lot of it is also how the institutions and and, and uh the powers that be work against radical people, especially mm-hmm. radical black people. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL to lead a wildcat strike. And yeah. that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is in the NBA to be the leader there. And maybe if LeBron James finished that Malcolm X book and was a full radical, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be. Maybe they wouldn't let LeBron play in the fucking NBA. Like, and that's probably yeah. why, part of why LeBron and all these players at this meeting, 
made the decision to say, fuck, are we about to just fuck up the bag for everybody mm. and ruin everyone's whole careers and what their families depend on? Mm. Or are we just going to have to shut up and take it? And I think that was the decision that was made. Yeah. Because you had, because anyone that would have made a different decision would have already been snuffed out of the system by then. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're someone who thinks that far outside of the box, you don't get to rise that high in the hierarchy. Yeah, I feel like it's different with with football because Sports, there's because you there's it's pure talent. It yeah, is it, pure it, talent. it is. Yeah. yeah, but then but then I guess with the dynamics of football and the dynamics of basketball are a lot different. With basketball, there's a f- uh, less people on a team, right? Yeah. With football, there's what? How many niggas stand on that sideline? That's well true. over a hundred, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you disseminate that message, if you just bite it at the head right there yeah. with the quarterback and get him out the fucking league, it it will incur or night. Well, Kaepernick was a Super Bowl quarterback. Exactly. The message is sent. If you're a lowly player on the sideline, you can't do this. You're going to be fired too. Exactly. So literally, they, they say Colin Kaepernick was literally one of the best, had the best QB rating out of most quarterbacks that I were. I don't know if that's necessarily true, that. but he was a good he no, was a no, Super Bowl he, quarterback. No, like, no. Compared to like other people. In like he should not be playing. 20, well, he's, yeah, he should not be playing. Yeah. He should be playing right now. But I, I, I don't know. It's just these. What were we talking about right before this? We were still on Christian Walker. Actually. Christian Walker, yeah. But Christian Walker is just one of the many examples. I like to go to another example of these. Can I slide in on one real quick? Yeah. Um. So we're talking a little about right-wing conservative black people working against the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week we obviously talked about Obama. There's another black person, Tyler Perry, who's Ooh, ostensibly yeah. a liberal this, yeah. and ostensibly on the side of Black Lives Matter, you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on the news, uh, I think CNN, uh, discussing, and the cry on red, Tyler Perry, we need police. Now, I didn't actually listen to the interview, but quite frankly, I didn't need to. Um, I did read an interesting thread done by a leftist I don't know that uh, she's even a journalist. I think she's just an independent person who went and did some research into this and uncovered that Tyler Perry Studios basically depended on, like, I I don't know the specifics, but either the eminent domain or the gentrification of certain areas and deals with the city. And Tyler Perry is very much one of the capitalists who has benefited off of the struggle of black people and black lives in Atlanta. So for this man who for all intents and purposes, is a capitalist and therefore a white supremacist because those mm-hmm. two things are linked. And he plays into this white supremacist system and, and is now mm-hmm. caping for it on television. Of course he's going to say, we don't we need the police. We don't mm-hmm. want to defund them. Of course. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's a bit. Why the <clears throat> fuck would he want to defund them? He yeah. needs the police to protect Tyler, Tyler Perry Studios. Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah. That entire, what, 34 acres of shit. Yeah. He basically owns a whole fucking township. Like, yeah. And, 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 and that was done through the decimation of lower class people. And, that, and, and, and by obscuring this class struggle... People have no conception of the fact that Tyler Perry or Barack Obama from his Martha's Vineyard mansion or or these ostensibly liberal black people, Mm. these ostensibly for the cause brothers, Mm -hmm. could actually effectively be entirely on the side of white supremacy because it aligns with their interests. Mm -hmm. And like that is almost more terrifying to me than like a Christian Walker who's just like you can – an average person can at least – you can look at that and be like, look at this fucking idiot. But it's a lot. It's harder to, I think, look at Barack Obama 
and see the ways in which his interests align with white supremacy. It's a lot easier to look at a grifter like yeah. Chris. Because you, you really don't want to do that. People don't want to make that parallel because he's the first black president. It, yeah, I, I agree and that. that is, yeah. <coughs> it's a hard discussion to have. It is. But if you look at the facts of things, he is actively done things to suppress the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And if that what if that is not white supremacy, what yeah. is, dude? Or if, any working know? class movement. And yeah, if yeah. You don't yeah. think that who <laughs> what are <laughs> a majority of black people are not Tyler Perry's. No. Are not listen, and, and guess what? You look at the top ten richest people, it's Jeff Bezos, it's white it's white boys. It's not mm. so listen these are not people who greatly benefit from this fucking system. Yeah. And, and that's what's almost so sad is it's a couple of people who aren't even all the way at the tippy top working against the people at the very bottom. Mm. And that, because what the fuck is Obama? Obama's not even that, he's not a billionaire, he's a millionaire. Yeah. He gets invited to Richard Branson's island. He doesn't have an island. Mm. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's, it, he, honestly, Obama's closer to us than he is to Richard Branson. Yeah. On the totem pole. But he's still going to work against us. Tyler yeah, Perry's he wants even to, closer. He thinks he can get there one day. Or at the very the least, world. get on the ship when, when fucking they evacuate this shithole or the climate change fully comes. Mm-hmm. He thinks he'll be able to keep, keep him and his legacy safe. Yeah. But. Anyway, another uh, key, or key black figure in the, the, the conservative community is uh, Shakira Soal. Right? I, is, um... I'm not sure. I'm going to show you one picture. Okay, I'm sure you've seen her before. Oh, I know you her. You know exactly yeah. her. Now, I they, know her. They be roasting the fuck out of yeah, this bitch yeah, for yeah. her. Apparently, her hair. Her hair <laughs> holy fuck. The, the, she does have white girl hair. She does. But she does don't condition it, is yeah. what it seems like. It's so funny. That shit look like horse hair. That shit look like <laughs> the end of a horse tail. That shit is crazy. <laughs> now, I, I had any... Honestly, I have not even watched this video because it's just like I couldn't take anymore when I was doing my research on yeah, this yeah, earlier. Yeah. But I'm just going to play it right now because, you know, it's a good first read. That's good content. You yeah. Know? So. so I'm okay. All right. <laughs> Hi. And I'm voting for Donald Trump November 3rd, 2020. Why? Because the left has lost their moral compass. They want to defund the police, which would leave millions of disabled, elderly, children and women vulnerable in America. Okay, first off, first point. The police aren't, they're not the really the fighters of crime. I love because the mental they do. image of like a dude in a wheelchair and like a child and a mother <laughs> just, <laughs> just like cowering in fear in the corner. Yeah. As, as these, <laughs> as these, and a GTA NPC yeah, <laughs> comes like, upon yeah, them. Yeah. Just fucking... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Who will protect them from the yeah, mobs? Yeah, yeah. But you see, it's this, it's this paranoid external threat. Mm. And if you are a black person of wealth in america they're sorry my bad no you're good if you are a black person wealth in america you do have that same paranoia about this Mm. unclear external threat that's going to take your comfort away from you but that shit is very real more than fucking isis is real to or i mean isis is real to well okay but but i think i think uh uh, you're misconstruing my my point is that they feel that the almost the same way white conservatives do Mm. that the mobs of Colored people are coming to take their ill-gotten gains. That they mm. they've risen above their own community, and that there's a scarce pie. 
and there's only so much pie left, and I got my piece, you know? Yeah. There's the, it's kind of a dog-eat-dog mindset that is very just internalized capitalism instead of solidarity, you know? That's the yeah. point I'm trying to make. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, yeah, let's continue with this... Uh... Yeah, I'd love to hear what she has to say. This white woman. <laughs> this white woman. Without the funds that we need to run our dispatch centers successfully, that would leave thousands and thousands of people vulnerable. And leaving people vulnerable is not the American way. This bitch is has it, a third grade education. Is that, leaving like, vulnerable people not the behind not the American way? What yeah. the fuck? Yo. The 190,000 vulnerable people are fucking dead, bitch. Yeah, like, like, literally. The, 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 the vulnerable about? people are being killed as we speak <laughs> right now. Motherfuckers a... died during this conversation. Exactly. Like, I smoking crack. Protecting <laughs> every single American that is law-abiding and wants the best for our country. Pause that. I hate that we can't have to keep pause, but... And, and uh, bingo. So exactly what I was saying about mm. feeling like this external threat is coming for them. Mm. How they play that is you're a law-abiding citizen. You go to work. You've mm. gotten your piece of the pie. You follow the rules. Because mm. obviously, especially as a black person, you'd be terrified not to follow the fucking rules. Yeah. I only am such a fucking rebel because I'm white. I'm sure if I was black, I'd be way more in the lines because motherfuckers would have fucking made me stay in the lines mm-hmm. more. And like... So listen, I'm not here to say like, you know, rebel, rebel, like you got to fucking, you know, all this, this, that, and the third. But like this conception of like law-abiding citizens, we, how is going to protect the law-abiding citizens? That is white supremacist talk. That is the that is the narrative of white supremacy, that we are the law-abiding ones and they're these violent, dangerous criminal hordes. They they said the same thing about MLK. I watched, or I saw a political cartoon from the 60s. Yes, yes. They basically, it's, it's MLK standing in the midst of a, a destroyed riot mm-hmm. and saying another successful peaceful protest. And look at how we look at MLK today. Yeah. Yep. We revere him as this great figure. Like he, like he was like the he opposite is of that. Black image. Jesus. We, we essentially, I, I hate to draw this parallel, but this is essentially what these con- conservatives consider what Martin Luther King is. Black Jesus. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't. We we put we put him on the high pedestal because it, because the narrative has been changed from what he actually was back then. Yeah, they thought exactly. of him as a guy who was inciting violence, but now since he's been uh, shown as a guy who I just want to be, he was the peaceful version of Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and that's the palatable pill swallow version that we get exactly. in school, and we want to uphold. But to, to to make my my point about her and the and the, the law abiding citizen thing, it. it it doesn't matter if you're black or white or whatever the fuck. If you are a wealthier person or a person who identifies as law-abiding, the new they're not gonna be able to throw people in cages because they're black. Mm-hmm. That era is over. The era yeah. of like pure racism's over. Mm-hmm. But it has evolved. It's taken new form in like classism with racist race attributes uh-huh that, where, that's exactly what i was about to say yeah, yeah. because it, they'll beat the fuck out of anybody yeah now. you see that with the police if, in the it's street. A, if it's a white boy in saggy pants you know doing what this black woman would consider to be non-law-abiding citizen behavior she also wants him thrown in a fucking cage mm-hmm. and so like it is about protecting class mm-hmm. it, it it really has very little to do with race race unfortunately is the awful byproduct of class. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, it's, and more than often, almost all the time, it's black people who face the brunt of the violent end of capitalism. Well, it, race is the easiest thing to divide people. Exactly, on. exactly. It's Bingo. Like, it's yes. literally, it's, it, you can't, 
But that doesn't mean that that's what it's about. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not. not. No. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and not to this person who's talking. It, for her, it's not about race. She understands. It's you, We're over here like trying to square how could these black people support these positions. Mm-hmm. They don't see themselves. They see themselves as black, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they see themselves as law-abiding black. Or, no, they see themselves as an individual who rose above the, the that, motifs that, of the black community. Well, yes. Yeah, and but, that they are now a separate entity from mm-hmm, the black community mm-hmm. and the violent white community. They are a separate entity from yeah. the lower class. It's like the, the, cr- row, the rowdy lower mm-hmm. class is different from me, and I don't care if the non-law-abiding citizens get thrown in the warehouse because I'm above them. And guess what? Mm-hmm. You can be a black person who is above the rabble-rousing lower classes. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it would be who you to to be against the black lives matter movement yeah yeah it's, it's crazy but then it, that that just reminds me of i think these people think like that chris rock bit there's black people yes and then there's yes niggas yep and that's what these people think yep. like they think oh we're just these good yeah good black people who do what we're supposed to and go in clock in clock out yep you know which but. is a full that's White supremacist thinking, because you have fully internalized and accepted the argument that the N-words deserve what they got because they acted in that way. Mm -hmm. And that if only they acted like me, a law-abiding black person, Mm -hmm. then it wouldn't happen to them. So now it's their fault. Mm -hmm. It's not not the system that's Mm -hmm. the reason white families have eight times more wealth than black families. Yeah. It's because they act like explicit. It's not the constant, you know, judicial system that's just putting them in and you know, just, it's just clockwork, dude. To them, it has nothing to do with the systems. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with the behavior and the cultural aspects of what black culture is. Yep. A hundred percent. And guess what? If you're a white person, an Indian person, whatever the fuck who wants to act that way, and doesn't want to be a professional class, la la la. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to the warehouse too, buddy. And yeah. and, and whoever the what the fuck is her name? Uh, just, I don't give a fuck. I yeah, hey, the fuck, fuck her, fuck her, yeah. fuck her. Literally, but but what I was about to say, we we see a perfect example of that with the wet ass pussy shit because they they will condemn wet ass pussy. <laughs> And but then <laughs> they will condemn they ass. will condemn wet ass pussy, but then at the same time, love these fucking people love Chad from Total Frat Move. These people love Dave from fucking Barstool, yeah, yeah, who will yeah, sit yeah, there yeah. and make articles about fucking women. Yeah, like they will make articles about oh, this one time I was at a party Dave and, I, and I had. By yeah. the way, just want to hold yeah. on. Dave Portnoy will write articles about fucking women, but uh. His yeah. wife fucked uh, her soul cycle instructor. Yes. And Dave Portnoy <laughs> added soul cycle on Twitter trying to get this guy fired. So everyone knows about it. And and the best is there's a photo, there's a selfie of Dave Portnoy's wife and her personal trainer either during or before the affair that people just reply to Dave Portnoy like all the time. Oh, Ooh, my God. I... I think she divorced him now too. Good for her. But yeah, yeah hilariously funny ass shit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But yeah, all these losers. And oh, this actually brings me into something. I was watching um, some Fox News programming. And they actually put up on the screen. Actually, let me. I'm going to pull up the video. So let's keep talking about what we were talking yeah. about. But um, yeah, they, I, they, they condemn one ass pussy. 
but then will love when Chad talks about fucking women in a TFM article. Yeah. And doing this shit. They, uh, I, I hate, I don't want to be, sound too, oh, okay, fuck it. I'm, I, being a feminist is a good thing. Cause yeah. <laughs> it's just, they just fuck up and just say, or try to condemn these women just for expressing themselves and want to, it's a fucking song about, Get putting that wet ass pussy on a dude, which you know, me as a dude, I'm like, hell yeah, I support this, I support the yeah. fuck out of this, you know. So, um, it but, has everything to do with, and, and actually, we should talk about this. It's interesting to see the black kind of conservatives, the insult black dudes that like are really angry about wet ass pussy in the same way Ben Shapiro is, mm-hmm. and feel that it's like, you know, honestly, for kind of similar reasons, Ben Shapiro is. And once again, it's this kind of internalization of the, the white. The white supremacist or even capitalist or puritanist or American kind of ideology, it's internalizing what's good, what's bad, and thinking we have to act a certain way to appease or to be, to be have human dignity or value. Mm-hmm. And uh, my phone died, but I was going to pull up the video. But Dave Gutfield or Portnoy. Greg Gutfield, no, 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 not Uh-oh. Dave Portnoy, different guy uh-huh. on Fox News, did a segment talking about how strong how we need to be strong. And it actually, what he pulled up all the black men who spoke at the RNC and were like, here are strong men. Would you want to be a cage in a cage match with them? And now if you don't know who Greg Guffield is, he's like kind of this small, short Fox news. Anchor, is that this the white dude guy. with the, the, the shiny cranium? No, nah, you don't, you don't, I don't think you'll know him um, or uh. be able to recognize him, but he's like a smaller um, white dude. And it's very funny to see him on the screen kind of pull up like these big strong black dudes and be like, would you, would the left want to be in a cage with cage match with them? And they put Dana White on the screen. We've talked about his appearance at <laughs> the RNC. And like, same thing. It's like these weak sniveling protesters, we need to be real men and stand up to them. And I think part of the dynamic that has a lot to do with like, and then I saw this conservative that we're family friends with post on Twitter, something about how. Um, one of the mayors won't condemn the rioters that are attacking his house or like protesting outside of his house and said, oh, look at this limp dick motherfucker. There's like, I almost feel like these Republicans feel that their masculinity is under attack or threatened even by Antifa. And that's why they have all these attacks about them being soy boys and, you know, limp mm-hmm. dick this, la, la, la. When in reality, it's these them. are the biggest shit. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, so yeah. Pro- it's all projection. It's mm-hmm. Dave Portnoy whose wife is getting railed out by the personal trainer. Because like, he, he can't get his wife's pussy wet. Yeah, no, yeah. literally. It's, ben mm-hmm. Sh- it, it's these guys. These are mm-hmm. the guys who are, are no longer men. They mm-hmm. have completely cucked out for their bosses, for their ruling class leaders. They are no longer men. They're servants. They're house slaves. They're fucking losers. They, the people in the streets standing up for themselves saying, I have intrinsic value, regardless of what value you tell me I have. They're the big dicks. We're the big dicked motherfuckers. We're the <laughs> ones standing up for ourselves saying, hey, Dana White, fuck you. And, yeah. and guess what? And that threatens them. That threatens their masculinity. Because mm-hmm. what does that say about them? The implicit thing, if Antifa's in the right, then that means we're pussies who stayed home and we're the weak ones. Yeah. And so we got to go out and we yeah, got to bring our gun. We got to show them. We got to... And, yeah. and, and it's this almost like sexual pathology it, mm-hmm. that exists with these guys. And uh, I don't even know where I'm really taking it, but it's the same sexual pathology of feeling under threat or like under attack or like someone else is coming for the women. That mm-hmm. is present in like these critiques of wet-ass pussy. Yeah. It's present. It's the subtext of all this stuff. It's men who feel insecure... And feel mm. threatened by the changing tides. Yeah. And, and listen, you know, 
there's something to be said about the the neoliberal or let's say capitalist project of weakening human relationships and making things more transactional and kind of promoting casual sex so that, you know, you have better worker bees who maybe aren't so concerned with their family and just getting strange every weekend at the bar. Or mm. even better yet, more concerned with sexual politics within the office so they become yeah. better employees. Let's not go build a family and focus on something outside of work. So mm. listen, there is something to be said about how capital has had family values under attack. And simply just the fact that, you know, two parents having to work, the traditional family structure is under attack by capital. There's something to be said about all that. Mm. And I think these people who feel under threat, they're correctly identifying in some ways that these values are under threat, but completely missing who their enemies are, who their allies are, and and who actually does want to see um, the family structure, you know, come to an end in, in the traditional monogamous structure coming in like the, 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 these it, the forces of capital want to see that it mm-hmm. is not it's there's no marxist conspiracy to like yeah. make black women sluts like i hate to break it to these mm-hmm. people like i don't into like, into that point of the christians that are like oh they're attacking our christian value no it's capitalism that's yeah attacking the it, exactly values. and those yeah. christians if you're mad about family values why the fuck can't why the fuck is it that both parents have to work now that's what you should be mad about mm-hmm. not not cardi b like yeah, yeah no. that is just no no bearing on your life zero yeah, it's, once again like we always say goes to show these people would truly believe in dog shit yeah and will bend they'll believe anything but the truth yeah yeah and and i mean it's just you know but once again i'm very encouraged and i've said it multiple times in the past two episodes they are at war with reality and reality will win. Reality always wins. Truth always comes out. It always comes out. It might not come out in our lifetimes, but we will be vindicated by history, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and I don't need to live to see it. I need to die knowing that maybe one day the people ahead of me will have a better chance. Mm-hmm. That's what's important to That's me. That's all it's what's important is building a better future for those people. Yeah. So they don't suffer and they don't go through some of the shit that the people right now mm-hmm. are going through. Yeah. Like fucking not being able to pay rent. Things like that. We want it to be is able to- truly abhorrent that Trump has been able to outflank the left and mm-hmm. offer eviction relief. I mean it disgusts and, and, disgust me that and the Democrats then, have dropped the ball that bad. But mm-hmm. what were you going to say? And, and just like, just to pee, or not even appease the middle class because it's like not giving them nearly what they need whatsoever, you know, but it's helping more than it's the Democrats something. It's an offering. And it's a guess vision what? for a better. It's a fucking olive branch. Yeah. That's what it is. Better things yeah. are possible. It uh-huh. doesn't have to be this bad. Mm-hmm. Democrats will tell you it has to be as bad. Maybe it has to be worse because of the deficit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't think it's crazy to say that that's the, that's the project here is for the liberals. And it, it is to say these things aren't, you know, you don't expect better. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and expect better, you got to work for it. Yeah. And that really is the, and we kind of talked about it earlier. They believe we talked about earlier with like the lower class, like you could be Mm -hmm. a black person that has secured some wealth and look down on everybody, Mm -hmm. regardless of race that's below you as not being law abiding or being, you know, these these crazy criminals that should be taken away because they haven't, you know, followed the rules of your bosses as much as you have. Mm -hmm. Um, People are ready to, I think, 
expel or, or fight or get rid of those people in their society, work against them, and genuinely feel under threat by what they represent. And like that is the new fascism. Mm. That is, it's not Jews. It's not whites. It's not blacks specifically. It's not going to be like, we're going to put all the blacks in the camps. It's going to mm. be everyone who has this ideology that mm. is a threat to the capitalistic, imperialistic, mm. the white supremacist gears of capital that are currently turning anything that is a threat to that that is the that's the new jew that's mm-hmm. the new rat who's trying to use mm-hmm. the vladimir putin george yeah. soros connections Ooh, to, so, to subvert our democracy and tear our social fabric right? yeah somebody who doesn't believe in american exceptionalism and feed yeah. into that narrative that yeah. there are people who will rise above everybody else that like not all people are created equal like the fucking constitution says yeah but you know, and it actually all ties back into we said when Joe Biden said, uh, you know, you know, in the beginning of our podcast, you'll hear him say, "All men are, you know, you know the thing." But yeah. <laughs> he did want the thing that he knows to say. This man has forgotten the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution. But the thing he did remember to say at the DNC was, "I believe everyone should have, you know, equal opportunity to access the heights of their God-given talents." Whatever the fuck we said, mm-hmm. but it ended with their God-given talents, and if. Guess sorry if you're not God given. If you're not given the God given talent of being a conservative grifter who can sit in the suburbs and make YouTube front face and YouTube videos, mm-hmm. sorry Jack, you're, you're going to the warehouse. Exactly. And and it is. It's not just an ideology on the right that we have to fight. I almost think we have to fight it more on the liberals because the liberals, by legitimizing this rhetoric, are emboldening the right. And it, I mean, we're sliding in a fashion. We've been saying it for months now. The past two weeks with Jay Bishop and Kyle Rittenhouse, I feel it happening even faster than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, We're staring right down the barrel of it. Yeah, and until and I, it's it's just there's so many different dynamics and like it's I I have trouble articulating like the intersections of class and race and it's it's hard for me to try to explain it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it's a difficult thing for people to understand, but because got- it's so broad and it's, it, it mainly involves socioeconomic issues. Yeah, is that and and. Trying to explain that to somebody is is going to take a lot of work and a lot of hours. To do yeah, it. and I just don't think a lot of people have the genuine interest in politics to even fucking want to no, go about that. that I you know, that. but I do. <clears throat> I kind of do have the feeling though that people and they have this, they have something in them that tells them something's wrong, mm. and that is what we're seeing. That's why the. Cons- granted, the conservatives are emboldened by a lot of the rhetoric and all the liberals are emboldened by a lot of the rhetoric and all but. Part of me almost has to believe that the reason things have gotten so bad or so tense or the social fabric feels like it's unraveling and people are so up in arms is because people know something is very wrong mm-hmm. and people are looking for answers and, and they're right now looking to the authorities who used to give them the answers. And when they're not, those answers don't fit because they often don't, there's conspiracy theories, there's QAnon, there's this, that, and the third, there's Russiagate, there's all these things to to sub narratives to make you feel better about reality Mm -hmm. but once again they're at war with reality and they're ultimately going to lose because you know it these these narratives won't stand i mean they they can't they will not stand the test of time like it's just people are retreating but i also think that this the 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 thing that's motivating to, to them to retreat this feeling that things are so fucked up and so wrong is the very thing that will eventually motivate them to the truth. Mm-hmm. Because it has to. I yeah, just have to believe I, I have to believe it will. I don't think you can't keep you can't lie forever. No. You can't 
Because these people make up just new lies every day. Mm-hmm. Every day it's something new. Every day it's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's spin this story how we want. And like, eventually something has to happen where there's a conflict in those ideologies. Yes, I do, and I do think it's coming apart at the seams. I think mm-hmm. that's where you see all these divisions in both parties. Mm-hmm. Is it's hard to keep one coherent message because not everyone's buying the same message because mm-hmm. it's hard to because these messages aren't really fitting. What we're seeing with our own eyes. Yeah, you mentioned that two episodes ago about the, the Boogaloo boy who was there, and he was like, oh, when they said that bullshit, we got out of there. Yeah. Yeah, some some of them, I, I, I do believe, genuinely believe, yeah. oh, oh, we're here to protect businesses. We yeah. we agree with the protesting. You can protest all you want to, yeah. as long as you're... Pe- I, I do firm, some, somewhat believe that they... Somewhat, but those are not going to be the people that end but, up shooting like Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, did. and those people and, are and, also few and far between. Yeah, so, Bingo, yes. And, so, and, 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 and the real fascists will represent themselves as those people when they're not mm, they are yeah. yeah and and that's the real and once again it's it's overwhelming it feels like we're fighting against reality i mean it's it's it it's it's crazy but mm. the truth comes out that video came out i mean it, it really does and uh i do think people are waking up you know it uh i was at a protest last night that i felt really good about and it didn't add to police violence people were allowed to speak people said spoke some truth to power there was there were you know I feel encouraged when someone gets up to a microphone and says, fascists shouldn't feel welcome here. Mm-hmm. And a crowd of a thousand people applauds that. We haven't... That's new. That's encouraging. That's new. And especially in America, there has been anti-fascist ideology present in Germany, Ireland, all these places that have... Italy for hundreds of years. This is new in America where there's this conception of you know, it's basically since 2016 where Antifa and Black Bloc have become mainstream things in America. So we are at the very beginning of it, and that's encouraging. You know, and obviously, and they're throwing everything they have at us now. And this so, is pretty much all they got. Yeah, other than got. fucking decimating us. Yeah, like literally murdering us in the street, which which they, they uh, can't do. They mm-hmm. know the optics on that are bad. That's why they're trying to encourage Kyle Rittenhouses and more of that, they're like a little bit of that here and there to scare people home because they mm-hmm. can't do it themselves, and they wish they fucking could. And that's why people in the media are in a rush to platform the the leader of Patriot Prayer and have him talk on the news about their goals as a militia. You're not seeing fucking Antifa lead. Like, you know, that's yeah, not no. happening on MSNBC. And it's because MSNBC knows who truly protects their interests at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And like I've been saying all episode, it is white supremacy, capitalist interest, imperialist interest, the same interest that Barack Obama, the Walkers, all these people represent. Yeah, they were allied with knowingly or not. Yeah. What time are we at? Minute five. Hour five. Or hour five, yeah. Damn. That minute, was minute, minute five. That was right. fast. Your roommate's yeah. got to go to bed, right? We should stop being loud. Yeah, we should stop. All right. Well, anything else? Um, Christian Walker, be your true self is all I'm going to say. You know, I understand what you're going through. You, you got to get that bag. I do understand, you know, the, the the bag is there, and I understand that bag is nice. But you know what Snoop Dogg said, or what, what Dave Chappelle? There's got to be better ways to make money. Yeah, there's got to be better <laughs> ways. Got to be better ways to make um, money. Yeah. That being said, how much damage does a guy like that actually? Do? At the end of the day, I feel like they really just exist to legitimize conservatives' or mm-hmm. shitty beliefs. And if some black people want to make some cash off that, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mm. personally, for one. And this might be where we disagree in this episode. I think the Tyler Perry's, the Barack Obamas are the mm. way greater threat. Because they mm. um, 
move people who would ostensibly be on our side or work for us against us. Whereas, you know, Christian Walker, Herschel Walker, you know, they're mm. singing to the choir. Those, those are yeah. people that are ready, you know. But then, they, yeah. but then I think those people are also very dangerous because they almost, they, they, they fall, they, they just promote the outrage machine. I agree with that. And, and if that. and if it's they're just going to promote the outrage machine and all they're there to do is just be grifters, then how is that going to promote solidarity if there's going to be somebody there always to be like, oh yeah, this is my stance. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck anybody who doesn't believe what I say. Also, and then if there's always going to be that black person to legitimize fucking white feelings about yep, shit like yep, that, yep. then then I just don't. They'll always ever, be legitimized. It'll always be legitimized. And so how, the outrage cycle, if it's always mm-hmm. played into, this is an outrage cycle that is resulting in death. We're seeing yeah. it with our own eyes, mm-hmm. and it actively harms. Politically disenfranchised communities, people with no power, people at the bottom of the totem pole, but especially black and brown communities, and for black and brown people to actively harm their own communities in in, in ways that result in death. I think you're right. It is it is it is incredibly damaging. It is incredibly it's an evil that needs to be fought. And uh, these people, once again, back to the first episode, these people are clouts, mm. self-selecting assholes, and. Uh, that it, it's part of the reason why we got to end the, the c- competitive capitalist system of I'm going to rise to the top because mm-hmm. you're always going to get these people who will complete these bloodless fucking suits, these empty fucking hollow husks of men mm-hmm. who will do anything to rise up up further and nothing else matters. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, that is what we're up against, folks. And, uh, and t- we need to uproot that evil. And so get out there. Donate to bail funds. There, There's uh, now a fundraiser for, on GoFundMe to get Kevlar vests for people out in Portland. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Let's do that. Let's get some protection on our boys. Um, there also, now there are mail-in ballots for our North Carolina listeners. You can do a mail-in ballot. It is now officially the position of this podcast that fuck Joe. it's fuck Joe Biden, but shit. I mean, they we got li- to. Yeah, we got to. Just so just do it. We got to hold our breath. Fuck. And, and <laughs> we're gonna keep. We're gonna just keep rioting under Biden and and, and force his hand. And, and we'll, we'll continue. The to be continued. This fight is make it is that not lip over. service actually mean something. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just letting this movement die. Yeah. With Biden, like I really predict it to. But yeah. I really don't want it to. I really hope I'm wrong. But on the that. movement will literally die under Trump. They will literally mm-hmm. be death. And and not that there won't be under Biden that I can guarantee the safety of mm-hmm. radicals, but, um, shit. I mean, I, I, just the narratives Trump plays into of like they're on the planes, they're coming, they're funding. Like just to get put an end to that shit, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to give us a little more wiggle room before they paint us as a threat that we aren't, before we even have time to become it. Yeah. Uh, so you know, vote for Joe Biden <laughs> and. Um, I have a link in my bio on Instagram to, to do that and I'll put it on the Inside Agitator bio um, please get your mail-in ballots and put them in now the USPS is incredibly backed up mm. fuck Louis DeJoy he's a fascist um, you know they're, they're trying their best to subvert the vote so let's do our best to overwhelm it exactly I'll be. I personally will be walking in that polling center myself. You're gonna do it? I'm just gonna walk in alright I don't wanna trust it yeah I, I kinda I kinda I understand that yeah, I kind of understand that. I, I because what was it say? A million ballots in the primary just got yep lost, lost or not lost, but delivered late. 
Oh, oh shit! That oh damn! I don't so, even know that. Yeah, but I do know a bunch went missing during the primaries. Yeah. There was there's a lot of missing votes out there. Mm-hmm. Who you know? If I had to make a guess, say Bernie Sanders on them, but <laughs> who knows? More than likely. Yeah, but wouldn't 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 you know? Wouldn't, wouldn't um, say that's wrong. I just I, to leave it on a positive note. Ed Markey won. Um, AOC, Rashida Tlaib. Ilan Omar, decisive victories Lancel. against establishment Republicans um, and establishment Democrats. Uh, they haven't beat their Republicans yet, but they will. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say this. Uh, Alex Morse, who lost, mm-hmm. is now talking about potentially running again to unseat someone else. So the Morse battle isn't over yet. It is disheartening to see Alex Morse lose after all the shit flung that they flung at him. Mm-hmm. But after seeing all the other victories, the fact that he might be able to de-seat someone else, that's a couple pretend. I feel encouraged. I really do. And mm-hmm. even political analysts that are ostensibly, you know, against looting, against us, against radicals, against leftism even, but are interested in seeing Joe Biden win and are interested in seeing that project completed, are looking at the polling and going, hold on. We might be fucking up by not catering to the left. Mm-hmm. We, look, at, look at this. Look at all this energy. Look at mm-hmm. these people's... Completely fucking up our establishment Dems. There's energy here that maybe we should be tapping into. That is a discussion that's happening in the Dems now. I hope it happens quick because I I truly am concerned about being able to beat Donald Trump if a he's able to outflank us on the left. At least fucking provide the lip service. Yeah, to get, say it. yeah. At least at give least, us something. At least, at least just like lie. Yeah, completely. Go <laughs> out lie, there. Dude. Lie, dude. Lie to us, please, please, please. At least that's the best you. Baby, can Baby, tell me you love me. I just want to hear it. Uh, I don't yeah. gotta believe it. Whisper sweet nothings in my ear. <laughs> oh, I love it when you say it. affordable health care, baby. Ooh, that shit's good. Ooh. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't want to be hearing about no means-tested shit while I'm trying to get this nut off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll leave it on that. We'll leave it on that. <laughs> Inside Agitators episode, what, 15? 16? I don't know. <laughs> it's some episode. It's some episode. Look at the title. It'll say. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. All right, dude. Fuck y'all. All right. See you, Nick. Peace.